0: Support for the Tome Show comes from Noble Knight. From Noble Knight.
1: Noble Knight? Knight. Knight?
2: Thousands of tabletop
0: gamers use a Noble Knight
1: to sell new and out-of-print games and products at a discounted price. Noble Knight will also buy back the
2: game products you aren't using anymore.
3: NobleKnight.com. The brick-and-mortar online store where out-of-print is available again. Tell them the Tome Show sent you. I use Noble Knight. You do? I love it. It's trying to sound creepy there
1: Hello there and welcome back to D and D V and G, the only monthly video game podcast where we review a licensed Dungeons and Dragons video game today we'll be discussing dungeons and dragons heroes joining me as always i have vegas lancaster alex and not as always we have your old friend ray ray who was with us last year for our dragon shard review yeah Uh, we are sitting at a table
0: yeah, broadcasting live
1: from Rudy's house. From our, And Alex lives here as
0: well.
4: Too. Yes. I'm on the Alex side of the tape here in this house.
1: Because this, as Vegas noted, or as Vegas will tell us, yeah. what kind of game is this, Vegas?
0: Couch Co-op.
1: Couch Co-op. Yeah,
0: it was a game on the Xbox. Original. Uh, in 2003. Xbox, not Xbox One, mm-hmm. but the number one Xbox, chronologically. Mm-hmm. Uh, It's kind of an arcadey four-person co-op game, uh, gauntlet-like in nature.
1: Very much so. Alex, who made this game?
0: So this game was
3: developed and published by Atari uh, back in late 2003, September, uh, to be exact. So I'm pretty sure that was kind of late in the cycle for the uh, original Xbox. Only a year or two from Xbox 360
4: release. It was a few months after we won the Iraq War. <laughs> Mission accomplished, Ray. Okay. Um,
1: Ray, you're looking good. How's it going?
4: It's going really well. Uh, I'm glad to be here. I don't like playing video games, but I do like hanging out with friends and recording podcasts about video games. Wow. Yes. That's how ironic. Usually I watch and coach. Yes.
1: You're <laughs> quite good at that, I might add. Thank you. So guys, let's talk about Dungeons & Dragons Heroes. Uh, yeah, really good. <laughs> really, really solid game. This is a true hack and slash Diablo-esque kind of game. Yeah. You choose a class. You pick up stuff from stuff you kill. <laughs> uh, you mostly got, boxes. Mostly but bo- You break a lot of boxes, break mm-hmm. a lot of crates. You're grabbing potions. You're drinking down the potions. You have okay. a mana bar. You have a health bar. And it does have a a Leveling system, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I think. Did you mention Gauntlet, right? Okay. Yeah,
3: yeah, sorry. yeah, so unlike Gauntlet, there is like skills and mm-hmm. stats, and, you know, yeah, and yeah, so it's I mean, a little more complicated, and that definitely resembles
1: Diablo in that way. There is a magic system, obviously, that's yeah. why everyone has magic, and Man. there's a lot of inventory management. There's oh, a-, <laughs> a lot, a good amount of
0: inventory management, yeah. yeah. If you are sitting on a couch with four friends playing a game, no. there is nothing like taking turns watching each <laughs> other scroll through your personal menus while the other three people can do nothing. And I would
1: say this is a game where you absolutely need at least... three. I don't know. I could not see myself playing this game by myself.
4: Oh, God, no. At oh, all.
1: Yeah. No, because you could read a book or something. <laughs> you could do... I mean, you could play Diablo. You could play Diablo yeah. 2. And those you are can a lot play more, online. You, you could. You could do a lot of other things other games play other games like this that are just more interesting i I don't really know how to put it it's just i I don't know it's it's kind of bland but not it's it's confusing because there's a lot of there is depth there leveling there's choices to be made you can choose from something like 15 different skills regardless of
4: your class there was a lot of depth uh but the choices themselves were just kind of flat i think like you pointed out, when we finally figured out how the weapons worked exactly, you have a choice, like as a fighter, of longsword, scimitar, mm-hmm. bastard sword, uh, something else. Great yeah. sword, yeah. yeah, and it was just like... You one can choose dose. one of four swords. Yeah. yeah, they
3: were all exactly the same in mechanics. Mm-hmm. They just do a couple more damage. Yeah, it was really... Up. The, the ba- bastard sword's just really a better version of a scimitar in this version. Of yeah.
1: The weapons aren't particularly special, I guess.
0: Yeah, there's four characters yeah. in the game. Human fighter, dwarf cleric, rogue, halfling. halfling. And you're never going to guess. <laughs> Elf wizard. Oh, oh, man, if
1: you love D&D, you have seen these archetypes before. <laughs> Although, it should be noted, you don't necessarily have to have the whole four. Okay. You you could have four fighters. Sure. You could have four wizards. I don't know why you'd want to do that. You're all going to look the same, though. There's no customization in mm. Well, there's no customization of your character. But if you wear armor, your character does look different. Or, you know, you wield a different weapon, which is nice. It's always a nice thing. Yes. It's not particularly unique, I guess. but Like any of these games, always more
3: fun. Well, maybe there's people out there who like playing them alone. But clearly designed for multiple people to sit down and play together. And uh, you know, just speaking from a, like a UI perspective, like... Even though the inventory management was not very great because you could only do one person at a time. When menus were opened, it was whoever hit start to open that menu. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought the the screen wasn't, like, super cluttered with stuff. It's yeah. kind of a minimalist UI. We all have mm-hmm. our little corners. Even if you want to switch, you, you can switch skills in the middle of combat. It just brings up a little thing in your corner. So it's not, it could be way worse. That's, it could yeah. take up, like, a massive amount of screen, mm-hmm. which I've seen some games do. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was pretty well designed. But uh, uh, as Ray was stuff, saying, camera the camera
1: itself yeah. is zoomed out so far. It's just like, what not what is happening, but like, what, who is this? What am I fighting? I can't tell. I feel like, you know, for an Xbox game, this is a
3: bad looking game. It's not that yeah. bad. Yeah.
1: And I would like to see the, you know, we're like, what is that? What are we fighting now? Yeah. Is that an illithid? You're so What's- far zoomed out, you can't really see the models.
3: And what it really came down to... Every player has a circle around them. So, like, mine was green, Ray's was uh, red. red. Honestly, I was just looking at the circle. You can't determine anything from the models. You can zoom in uh, if you're all very,
1: very close and clustered together. The second you start to move apart, the screen starts, the camera starts to pull back. Yeah. Yeah. Almost immediately. And, in fact, I think if there's enemies on the screen, it'll pull back for them as well.
0: Uh, No, that's not true. Because when we
4: were zoomed in, we got hit from afar. (laughs) Yeah. Okay.
0: It stinks, too, because, you know, something we talk about a lot on this show is, well, were there a lot of uh, monsters that reminded you of D&D and felt like uh, you see a lot in the monster manual? And this game had that. It had all kinds of great D&D monsters But you really couldn't see their models when you were fighting them, so it didn't really matter.
1: Yeah, it was very disappointing in that way. Let's talk about some of those monsters. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, we fought some drow. Yeah. We fought an Ilithin, a mind flayer. Mm -hmm. We fought a number of hobgoblins. And a A bullet. We fought a bullet. That was crazy. What an an obscure but awesome monster to fight against. Yeah, it was the first boss, and that was awesome. It's cool to see some... And a Beholder, of course. Yeah, We fought a Beholder as as one of the big bosses. Later on, there's a dragon you get to encounter. You made friends with a sexy yuan (laughs) T. That's right. The yuan T are in there. That was a very strange moment. I think I want to talk a bit more about that Put a pin in that for now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So it does a good job of of bringing forth some of these Dungeons & Dragons monsters you don't see normally in a game. And they do look... I know, that was an issue we had with Demonstone. We were fighting um, slods. Slat, yeah. slods. Oh, that's it. The yes. demons. The frog demons. The, the frog demons. Mm-hmm. And they didn't look like frogs at all. And it was really disappointing. <laughs> that's actually it? one of the benefits
3: to play this game alone. You can play much yeah, more yeah. zoomed in. Yeah.
4: If it lets you stay punched in like that. It does. It does. It does. Okay. Yeah,
3: I did play a little bit alone. You, okay. you can stay um, zoomed in.
0: So there you go. If you want to enjoy the models, right. uh, then <laughs> there, you play alone. I mean, each of the classes has its own feel, I think, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, and they're all balanced, if by Ooh. balanced you mean fighters are really strong and everyone else stinks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's tough to say. There's like, a lot of choices. There's sure, probably, sure. Uh, I don't know,
3: eight or so active abilities for each character mm. and another like 10 passive abilities. Yeah. So it does seem like there's a lot of choice. We all to start went you know one class each. I was rogue. Uh, Ray was the fighter. Rudy was wizard. And, and I was the cleric. Vegas was the cleric. Um, the ro- the rogue is the only character that has a, a bow, so mm-hmm. I did use my ranged weapon a lot, which felt really really terrible. Yeah. Uh, the amount of damage it did was like a fraction of Ray's sword swinging fighters. Yep. Uh, so, they, you have double daggers as well. The spell for the wizard, there seemed to be some variety, but Rudy decided to ignore that and just. <laughs> magic, magic missile, missiles. baby!
1: Why, why not? <laughs> I was shooting five of them by the end.
3: But that's actually a really good thing. So, if you do have multiple people playing the same class, you could. Know, exactly. Every different. wizard's not going to be the same. Yeah. You, can, you can
1: mix things up.
3: And uh, the one thing I really didn't like, though, was your skills, you can map them to two, abil- uh, yes. two buttons. So, I think it was Y and X. X. By default, mm-hmm. uh, and the way, if you have more than two abilities, if you hold right trigger, uh, you can then change in the middle of a fight. Active binds. Yeah, yes. your, your binds, so you can change what's on Y, change what's on X. And by default, uh, it will slow down the game when you activate
1: that. Yeah, it like becomes Like a quarter speed. Yes. Yeah,
3: so we had to immediately take that off because that made it really hard to use. Uh, and that's just not the best way to really manage your abilities. So
1: yeah, I could see hold trigger and then pre- you can like um, bind all of your buttons to an yeah. ability. I know a lot Our, of other games do stuff like
3: trigger that. being like a modifier. Sure. So like Y is mm. ability, right trigger and Y is another ability. Yeah. Uh, and that kind of really limited me to only use two abilities because it was just it didn't seem very practical to switch uh, in a fight.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you can leave the slow down combat to switch feature on and annoy the other people you're playing yeah. <laughs> with whenever you want to switch abilities, or turn it off, and then it's inconvenient to switch abilities yeah. as your options. Yeah, no real good middle ground. Do you think it's one hundred percent combat? Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: Like, even the the handful of times when you talk to people in the game, you do literally no talking. Yeah. You're silent protagonists and cut to a cutscene when you're in the first person
1: looking at that person talk.
0: And they're... Pretty okay looking cutscenes. Yeah, it's,
1: that's. I was surprised at how much CG. It was CGI kind of a cutscene. Yeah,
0: not everything's in game. There's yeah. a lot of those. It feels a lot like you're standing in front of an arcade cabinet, uh, looking at that style of cutscene. Mm-hmm. Someone just talking right at you. Uh,
1: it sounds good. I I thought that you know weapons sounded good against armor and. Um, you know, Vegas, your character was particularly vocal. It seemed like yeah, when he was casting his spells. Oh it's, yeah. So, um, but like we were in the swamps, and I, I thought I was impressive all the crickets and stuff. <laughs> so the monsters make noise. The voice acting isn't bad. It's not that bad.
3: Like compared, it's not great. Compared, but no, it's, pretty good. it's it's we're serviceable. Two thousand three serv- game. I expected something terrible. Yeah, about.
4: it's it's fine. I'll say I was not impressed with the swamps with the like. Half frame rate. That oh, we right. oh well. Yes, I think that slowed crazy. down.
1: And you know, it's always hard when we were playing this on an Xbox 360. I don't know if something in the translation. Yeah, might I've, I've lost, had games or... where
3: I've played on Xbox 360 that run significantly worse than playing them run. on Xbox. So maybe that was.
1: I mean, imagine if you're listening to this, you're not going to break out the original Xbox yeah. to uh, to play this. Certain areas we did have big frame rate issues. Not. Yeah. Crippling, it really, but it, just and It was pretty contained to that one level. Yeah, it was I, just I, a I The outdoor swamp area,
0: filled was, with
3: poison. Mm-hmm. just
0: so weird like that a certain level of the game that wasn't more complicated visually than any other part of the game and didn't have more monsters just had crazy, laggy frame rates yeah. for no reason. Yeah. Even during cutscenes. <laughs> what, <laughs> right. what? What is going on? <laughs> Thankfully, that's a short area. Yes, it was maybe like 10-15 uh, minutes. In, 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 yeah. Can people download D and D heroes in like an Xbox
1: Marketplace, or do you no. need to find an original? So the copy? We, we I purchased this on Amazon for fourteen dollars. Um, you can probably get it cheaper, but we needed it fast, so we had to use Prime
4: shipping. You'll probably need a fast too once you hear this. <laughs> <laughs> so might would take a second, pause this podcast, uh, go ahead and order it. One day shipping.
0: Yeah, once this hits the the Tome Show website, yeah. The price of D&D Heroes is going to skyrocket on eBay. We've bought all the copies. <laughs> right. We're
4: already packaging them up for resale.
0: <laughs> I wonder if many people bought this game when it was 2003. I had never heard of it. Me neither. Too. No idea. I, the Baldur's Gate
1: Dark Alliance. Yes, I was going to say. When you, when people think of the Baldur's Gate hack and slash games, or d and hack and slash, Dark Alliance, Dark Alliance 2 are what come. To mine. What year were they? Uh, I'm looking that up. I think they were right earlier now. than this. I'm pretty fact. sure they were. And um, this is not necessarily uh, a just like expanded version of that. I think it's a plays a lot differently. <clears throat> plays a <clears> lot. Yeah, <throat> Dark
3: Alliance complex. is only two people. Yeah, it's very similar in inventory management and skills. I want to say it's mm-hmm. been so long since I've played Dark Alliance, but this came two years after Dark Alliance, <clears throat> uh, a year before Demon Stone, <clears throat> which is another similar action RPGs. Uh, the, that one's a little more... Uh, third person and, like,
1: behind the back. Yeah, that one's yeah. a little...
4: The Dark character. Alliance has nothing on these graphics, though. Uh, like, the models, once uh. you zoomed in to see them, I think were a lot better than I remember Dark Alliance being. Yeah.
1: I Again, since this was so late in the original Xbox's um, <coughs> running, I think... Yeah, I think it is still a perfectly fine-looking game. Yeah, if... uh If this was,
0: like, an indie game released mm-hmm. now... I would have no problems at all with the graphics. I would think they were kind of nice if, you know, the gameplay wasn't so shallow and kind of lame.
1: Yeah.
3: I mean, the inventory management, like, the items didn't really feel all that useful. That's
1: true. And the items, there aren't that as many as I hoped there would be. I mean, sometimes you'll get something really neat, like the uh, elixir of dragon strength or whatever, and it gives you plus one content. Yeah, I mean, that's not even then. I mean, there's nothing really exciting Uh,
3: Okay. The most exciting thing we found was was like... Everyone got like a poison weapon. We all got like poison weapons. Uh, But pretty much, uh, you know, you're getting your plus one, your plus two, where it's just one more armor class, one more damage.
4: You're not getting stuff like part of a set. Yeah, no part sense. of the set are no. like just
3: like unique effects. Like, fire, germs, cold, right.
1: like we saw we found poison, but we didn't find anything else. Everything was
3: just stati- I mean, there might be later in the game. Sure. we, we could probably got about like halfway through maybe. Actually, more there almost
4: like definitely is later. later in the game because we yeah. were in a poison level. Yeah, I'm and then sure you go like a, a fire level fire. and an ice level. Yeah. Yeah. But even that it, it'd be more
3: fun if it was randomized. Yeah. Just if it wasn't also just statistic upgrades. Mm-hmm. I think it would be more interesting. Yeah, because you're invoking classic D D stuff, right? <laughs> Plus one. <laughs>
2: yeah. One
0: more damage. Yeah. All right, we ready to talk about boobies? (laughs) Because this game loves boobies. (laughs) It's
2: ridiculous! (laughs) What?!
0: I hate it. Oh man, for as far as we played in the game, we saw um, four female uh, characters. Two of the player characters are female. The elf wizard is very buxom. Uh, we thought the halfling rogue was a female, but she was kind of androgynous, and I'm calling her she just because we assumed that. Um, but given, definitely given the way the game treated the rest of females, I'm not
1: sure. Yeah. I think the most jarring and obvious moment is when I put leather armor on my character, <laughs> the elf wizard. She had previously been wearing, like, modest robes, as one would expect yeah, from a wizard. Woman. The second that armor came on, it was bikini yeah. armor, and I was like, what? Yeah. What? Why? I'm putting armor. So, uh, yeah, just Slade like Leia is ready to fight. <laughs> yeah, you, out of nowhere, less clothes as we get more armored. Ridiculous. And then we found the Yon T in a cutscene, and she was like, yeah, falling out. It was ridiculous. Yeah,
0: huge memories on that reptilian <laughs> creature. <laughs> uh, and we also met Lida who some of you might remember as the halfling rogue from the third edition player's handbook. She also has huge boobies in this game. And is a human? She was super tall. She was either a real tall
3: halfling. In general, we thought the proportions for characters were a little off. That's true.
1: We were standing next to each other and the dwarf looked really, really tall. The dwarf was
3: very close to human height. So we figured we either had the shortest human, probably, mm-hmm. to ever go on an adventure, or uh, something was off. off.
4: Yeah, uh, There was a fifth female, uh, with Yidda, you said her name was? Lidda. Yeah. With Litta. Yeah. Uh So Lidda was part of a beat-up rogues gallery, I guess. Uh, and there were two men sitting at the table with her, and one other female lounged on top of the table, <laughs> silently. Uh. Oh, and
0: At the end of her cutscene, when Lita stopped talking to us, she took her dagger and grabbed an olive off the table and seductively ate it. It's
1: strange. It was super weird. Yeah, Uh, yeah.
0: The four... Us four guys sitting in a room together
4: uh, started sweating heavily. (laughs) But you gotta remember, women were like that in 2003. We forget because we've gotten so far past it, but... I don't know.
1: Let's talk about um, The Fighter, because the game does count your kills. Yeah. And about three quarters of our playthrough, we looked at our kills. We were constantly, you know, checking every now and then. And he had twice more than all of the rest of us combined, I'm pretty no, sure. No, almost, very, almost, almost as much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
4: Everyone was around 100. I was around 250 when we checked. <laughs> yeah, uh, And my max damage was similarly uh, uh, yeah. two and a half times as high. Your
1: highest hit
3: was like 280. I think mine was like yeah. 96.
1: Right. And we were all the same level. And we had, yeah, yeah. so I, I don't, you know. You we didn't, didn't have any special magic items over us. No, no
4: one of the big things was, so when you were in melee with the fighter, if you just spam A, uh, he stays with the enemy. He moves along with his attacks uh, and stays somewhat locked on. It takes a little more aiming to use his like big finisher move, uh, which we can talk about to everyone as finisher moves. <laughs> uh, so that took a little bit more skill, but for the most part, it was just that kind of lock on chase enemy that kept him and, and incredibly high damage that really kept him uh, yeah at the top of the game.
3: Yeah, I mean, it could be. Maybe, maybe they're trying to be like Dungeons & Dragons where fighters own the early levels. Sure. And uh, you and know, then they're just
1: carrying everybody else's One stuff. thing I
3: did notice when you're looking through skills, every class but the fighter had a skill that cost 800 points. Wow. Oh, Yeah. So, it, you know, we, we got to like level 15 or 16 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, you were definitely the MVP. Sure. Uh, I was the LVP. I felt beyond useless at times yeah, as the rogue. Is,
1: but you were picking locks, left and right.
3: Picking locks, I have no idea how it would work. Every now and then, I'd go to a chest. So you'd get skeleton keys, uh, which will just open random doors and random uh, chests and give you some loot. Uh, and then occasionally, instead of using a skeleton key, it would just say, pick lock. Just, <laughs> I, I guess it was a percentage chance. I really have no idea. I didn't see anything that explained it. Mm. Uh, I did have a disabled device ability that I didn't take, because... Doesn't help you kill. I don't want it. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and you guys got to understand, Alex Basso getting the fewest amount of kills in any least. combat-based game is like LeBron James getting a lot of assists and a few rebounds. <laughs> <laughs> it was very bizarre to see, and I think that's the balance of the classes and not Alex's lack of capability in killing things. I uh, disagree.
4: <laughs> i think our fighter showed a lot of every time i
3: play a film. game of ray i do terrible I, remember, I didn't win dragon shard yeah i grew up uh, as
4: the youngest brother in my family and uh, one of the things you learn playing video games is how to sneakily undermine your brothers <laughs> uh so i'm not gonna say exactly how i did it alex but i'm sorry gaining levels mm-hmm. so while well, you gain levels in this game The way
1: skill points are given out is a bit odd, I have to say. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not like gain a level, get a skill point, choose a new something. Gain a level, gain... Level up points.
3: Level up points.
1: Mm -hmm. And then spend those...
3: Yeah, so you got like 10 at level 1, or the first level Mm -hmm. up. (laughs) 6. Yeah, 6. You start at level 5 uh it makes then, you feel better i don't know I, it might have been increasing by 10 every level i couldn't tell for no, sure no yeah, because at other times it, it was using like 30 40 yeah I, it, I we weren't really sure on that but i did know the one thing is charisma if you leveled up your or if you increased your charisma stat that gave you more level up points yeah. because that's the only use they had for charisma in a game where yeah. you couldn't talk the marketplace oh and, and slightly cheaper prices in a marketplace so I w- maybe you know maybe why I was so low on damage is because I was going for the charisma build, broke, mm-hmm. yeah. and I That's put a... one point into it, <laughs> so
1: I could have more skill. I thought it would give me more skills, and then I get more kills. Yeah. skills get kills. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's also interesting that this is a mana game. You'll be drinking mana. No, potion. no, it's
3: called mystical will. Mystical I think will. The name. Yeah, I, okay.
4: it was it was the blue bar,
1: the blue, yeah, bar. The blue bar. And it, it, so, uh, to be fair, it's not just spells. The rogue and the fighter use that blue bar as well for their abilities. Used it a lot. Let's talk about this as a Dungeons and Dragons game Mm -hmm. set in question mark. Set in in generic D and D &D universe. Where's Alida from? That was
4: 150 years ago, and then back to present story. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, of some given world.
1: I I guess forgotten.
2: I don't know. I don't I didn't I don't get know. the
1: impression it was Forgotten Realms. Is Palor of God of the Forgotten Realms? He's mentioned. He it felt like they
0: opened the 3rd edition handbook and they were like, "Yeah, this is D&D World,
1: right?" <laughs> All right.
4: Mission Accomplished it was that or Milf Island? <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's vague um yeah and that's okay sure. i mean
0: it's not like the game is a story driven game no. well the
1: story actually i kind of like the introduction you know a lot of times we play these dnd games and it's hard to to get it together this game um you're four grudge got great heroes 150 years ago you killed the evil wizard who also killed you in the process mm. fast forward a bunch of dummies resurrect the evil wizard. So, to fight him, we'll you will... We'll harness whore. his power and he'll be under our control. <laughs> that is the line. Everybody ready? <laughs> so, that doesn't go as they hope. And then, to combat the evil wizard, all four of you were raised. I thought that was kind of cool.
3: Right, I like I how Vegas measured in 150 years and no heroes found. <laughs> Something like that. It's like, really, you need these people? But, uh... I mean, I, the idea wasn't terrible. I, I've seen worse
0: things. Yes, I thought yeah. that was kind of kind of cool. Um, I didn't know Ray's dead spells didn't have a statue of limitations <laughs> on them.
1: Right. Ability scores are there. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely not using any kind of tabletop mechanics. It's just no. a hack, hack and slash video game. Um, you know, you like you said, you got the ability scores. The abilities that the characters can learn like the feats and stuff some of them are coming from DD.
1: magic missile the burning hand yeah. sticks to snakes critical yeah.
0: hit <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of them were just made up for the game and that's fine i mean i it, it didn't feel like the game was pretending to be something it wasn't
4: yeah Absolutely. One one know. of the finishes was called like spinning drop kick finishers. Oh something. yeah. <laughs> right?
3: There were some. Every character had a finisher abilities they could use, which are kind of like combo points they would build up. Yeah. And then For you had you yeah you'd be in melee combat. You hit someone. You get some combo points. then you activate the finisher to do extra damage. And there were some weird ones. My rogue had a freezing flip kick, where she would do like a backflip kick, and anyone that she hit would freeze. Completely. Yeah. And, like, the fighter would swing and, like, lightning would come out of yes. the sword. I didn't do that. No, there was... Yeah, you had Shotgun. a normal... Shot normal
4: finisher. stab one. I did, like, a... I don't know, very cartoony, like, turn around so you could stab yeah. at your enemy It backwards. was like uh, <laughs> it was, Lord of the Rings, yeah, Aragorn yeah. kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then
1: my elf wizard had a flying kick <laughs> right. finisher. Yeah. The old classic wizard move. So liberties were taken. Certainly. <laughs> For maybe
3: they
0: just wa- I don't know, was there a really good Kung Fu movie out in
1: 2003
0: <laughs> that they just watched? Yo, if, if these sound like uh, moves that have exciting animations behind them, uh, <laughs> they don't.
3: We couldn't tell you because we're so zoomed out that all we see is like little colors. I did zoom in and see my flipkick once, and I thought it was pretty cool. Oh, yeah, okay. They weren't that
0: bad. Yeah. I don't think.
1: Just
0: couldn't see them. Yeah. like to follow the action on the screen. Yeah. Sometimes I forgot for a second
4: where my character was. Yeah. It wasn't a camera that needed to get moved too often to see what was going on, but it was once in a while and everyone's in control of it and it mm-hmm. wasn't super intuitive. It wasn't counterintuitive. Wasn't super intuitive. Uh so it was a little annoying once in a while. The
1: swamp level did had trees that obstructed yeah. vision sometimes I as bet. well. I guess to kind of give it more of a feeling that you're looking down above, there's these huge trees that just jump in front of the camera while you're trying to It wasn't terrible, but it was like, whoa, what's going on here? Okay. This isn't the way. I feel that was the only one. Yeah. This swamp level had nothing <laughs> going for it. No. It wasn't it even was like. That it was, wasn't even a... Well, to bring. Well, there were trolls in the swamp level. hmm. Didn't have to be killed by fire. Didn't, didn't, but they they them. did say they were vulnerable
4: to fire. Vulnerable. Though we wouldn't know, we didn't, we had no idea
3: because we had a wizard who refused to take burning hands. Hey, <laughs> oh
4: Uh I think the trolls you would down them at some mm, point, yes. and they would stay alive for a while unless you kept after yeah, them. Otherwise, they would get back up so and attack that's, you. Okay, okay. so yes, there. are pretty,
1: pretty trolling Pretty This was a Dungeons and Dragons game, and <laughs> <laughs> some that's, stuff
4: was there, but they didn't really weave. It wasn't not a and d game mm-hmm. in that it didn't seem like it was made by people that had no idea what D&D was mm-hmm. and just were like, here's the IP, make a game for us. Uh, it seemed like they're like, oh, these are cool classes, or not classes necessarily, these are cool monsters. Uh, we like this about it, we like that about it. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think they just came in. And copy pasted what they saw from a monster manual. And I think nice. the
1: leveling was integrated much better than a game like Demon Stone, where it felt almost tacked on as an afterthought. Is like, oh, we have to have this, yeah, because it's a Dungeons and Dragons game. I think they did a good job of breaking down each of the ability stats and having it have some sort of correlation to the mechanics of this specific game. Granted, charisma was a little bit weaker,
4: yeah, but but, the, but it's also a video game, yeah, ex- like, like from two thousand three, so. You can't get too crazy with what you're going to do with charisma. I thought yeah, having no, two no, separate no. game mechanics. Was I good.
1: think that they did a good job, and that's yeah. hard to do, I'm mm-hmm. sure. So they just ditched it. They yeah they they should be commended for that.
0: <laughs> yeah, this game wasn't too far off from being okay.
1: Okay, guys, so let's get into this Dungeons and Dragons Heroes. You know, ten bucks on Amazon, anyone can Maybe pick less. it up. Yeah. Probably less. Throw it on the 360. Get some pals together. What do you think? Would you recommend this game? To our listeners to try out, let's start with you, Vegas.
0: No, Mm. but uh, it was a lot of fun to hang out in person and Mm -hmm. play a couch co-op game with you guys. So what I would like to do is go back in time.
2: Uh, Gentlemen! (laughs) Welcome! I hear I've been summoned. Could you send me back to the second or third podcast we ever did? No, I can't do that, but you can with your crazy voice noises, uh, <laughs> mouth voice noises. Is everybody, everybody ready to do them?
0: Yeah. Wait, you
2: remember, you'll count to three. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> okay, short ride, wasn't it? Uh, This is the air I'm flying by. That great reference your friend, good-looking friend Ray, made about... you remember the Iraq War? It was, uh, well, we haven't edited it, but 30 minutes ago. Uh, anyway, that is your reference for the night. Uh, go ahead and speak what you wanted to say, Vegas. Okay,
0: so... Uh, we reviewed Dungeons & Dragons Chronicles of Mistara, a 2D side-scroller beat-em-up game that you could play on the couch with your friends, and man, that's a fun game that you could play with pals based on Dungeons and & Dragons, and the mechanics are solid, and the art is good, and... Everyone should have a fun night playing Chronicles of Mystara with their
2: friends. Gentlemen, did you hear? Some of my favorite countries were just, uh, you know, allowed into the European Union. It's a lengthy process, but Latvia did it, Lithuania, Slovakia, Slovenia, Czech Republic, big year for the EU. Okay, time to get you home.
1: And we're back <laughs> hey.
0: Yeah, so playing d and d heroes, if I had a time wizard at my disposal, I would go back to our Chronicles of Mistara podcast and reverse my recommendation and tell people to play it. Yeah, did you you told people not to? He play He was a that? no. Yes. That was him and Greg were no. That was an early recording. Before that was our first, I, first recording. Before I realized how bad all the games we were gonna play after it were going
1: to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's also got a much better sticks to snakes animation.
3: Yes, the snakes in this game uh, were just like green neon lights. Yeah, That's
1: big bummer.
3: Cool.
0: Spent a lot of skill
3: points. Yes. We in, did
0: spend. We spent a lot of time
3: looking
1: forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, would you recommend Dungeons & Dragons series?
3: Mm, I mean, I wouldn't recommend anyone really go out and buy it. Maybe if you had like an old copy that for some reason you never played and <laughs> your friends came over and your Xbox was the only thing hooked up, play it. I mean, it it wasn't so terrible where I was like, I want my time back. But it wasn't like a super fun experience. Mm. Or maybe if you really love couch co-op games. Maybe you play Diablo 3 with all your friends all the time. And you guys also like D&D. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it.
4: (laughs) Ray Fallon. There was a point tonight. Late in the evening. When we decided, are we going to wrap it up? Or do we want to see if this punk selling us these weapons is really the bad guy? So you know what? We pulled ourselves up by our bootstraps. We kept doing the same thing we've been doing, which was hitting the A button a lot. And we played for another, I don't know, 45 minutes or so. And then we came to another point where we you know, still hadn't figured out what had happened. And we said, Just, we
2: gotta stop playing this fucking game. <laughs> and I'll be honest... I could have kept going. I was having a nice time. I am a big fan of the genre. You know,
4: sitting on the couch, not thinking much, being able to goof off the whole time you're playing without losing much focus. So I say, go ahead and play it. There are worse couch co-op games, such as Legend of Zelda Four Swords. (laughs) Terrible game. Don't play it, even if you like the genre. It's really bad.
2: But yeah, if you got the
4: time, you got the friends... Go ahead and play this crap fest game. <laughs> right. uh, I do want to
3: point out what we did after the first time when we thought about not you know, quitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're like, well, we really want to get through this content faster. What we did was uh, you can load in characters from any save. So Rudy and I decided our inferior wizard and rogues just weren't cutting it and copied Ray's characters. So we had three fighters running around. And that significantly, significantly improved the time. We killed yeah. that beholder oh, real man. fast. Yeah,
1: I probably wouldn't recommend this game either. Just even at the time in 2003, I feel like there are some games that were its peers that were probably better. It's just, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Because it's really not a bad game, I don't think. It's just, uh, you know, it is, it is what it is. And that isn't enough. It isn't unique enough. It doesn't have enough interesting mechanics for me to want to keep playing. So I did enjoy the first hour and a half, two hours, but then it's like, we are just doing the same thing. I'm getting bored of this and I can't really see myself wanting to go back. So it's a no from me as well, but much better than some of the games we've played in the past and way better than demonstone Stone. God, I hate your
3: As when I, had, maybe if there was an easier way to access it, like if it was on Steam or you know, an updated version on Xbox Live Arcade. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'd say go out and get it, but I just feel like if you don't have something capable of playing it, you don't have the disc, it's probably not worth going through. A yeah, bit of time. maybe. Yeah. No,
1: it's not that uh, difficult to buy on Amazon. But, but you
3: know, people may not have 360s, and all the controllers, and then you have to get everyone here. Yeah, It's yeah. like, it's not a terrible experience, but it's not something I want to work for to get to
0: happen.
1: Yeah, it does not have any multiplayer yeah. online. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, if it was available, you could certainly download D&D Heroes for $0.99 cents while drunk. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm going to buy that. <laughs> yeah. Those
1: guys, that one guy liked it, I think.
3: Yeah, I could see myself wasting a night buying it on Steam after a sale playing online.
4: Yeah, with your friends. I got to right. see this one, too. <laughs>
0: huge snake knockers (laughs) big triangular head (laughs) it really did feel like the people at atari had just figured out good cgi and the artists were like i know what we can make with
1: this (laughs) they're globular guys let's recommend let's go around the circle and recommend what are you playing right now that you want to recommend let's start again with you vegas let's go in the same circle
0: Oh, this is a great, great game, and I uh, recommend it very strongly. If a lot of you are video game nerds, you've probably heard of this game already. Um, Probably Indie Game of the Year for 2015. I recommend Undertale. Uh, Uh, Okay. Yeah, it's an indie uh, computer RPG, um, uh, kind of in the style of Earthbound, which was one of the great games of my childhood. It's got that pixel art, it's got really, really good music, and man, it has a really neat system of combat where you can either fight your opponents uh, in RPG menu fight style, but when they attack you, you're playing sort of a, uh, a mini game to dodge their attacks mm-hmm. And you can choose to attack them or talk them down in dialogue in combat. I don't know how cool this sounds when I'm describing it. Uh, It's really a game that you just have to play. And there are some really unusual mechanics in it that I don't even want to describe because it would be spoiling what a weird innovative game it is. Everyone go play
1: Undertale. True indie darling, I think it might have been the highest rated game of last year on Metacritic Undertale was, I think it's maybe one or two highest rated game ever, didn't grab me for some reason. I played the first four, I don't know that I didn't like it, but I played the first 40 minutes and I wasn't fully pulled in and then I had stuff to do and I just, I never got around to going back to it. Did you read anything about it? I didn't. I purposely didn't read any, uh, any story stuff. Okay. So maybe still, I will go back at some point cuz people are crazy about well, Undertale. I'll just make it It's Still a JRPG, right?
0: <laughs> it is, but I it, just can't do it. <laughs> it 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 plays with See to to say what's cool about it is to spoil what's cool about it, so I can't.
1: Yeah. Play Undertale. All right. Still a great recommendation. Alex, how about you? All
0: right, I'm going to jump
3: to another game. Then,
1: okay, uh, thank you.
3: As expected, another game. <laughs> I'm going to jump to another game that has also is in the small category of games of reptiles that have large chests. Ooh. <laughs> uh, and this is something, if you've been paying attention, I guess the news at all, you might have seen it, but XCOM 2, uh, which
4: uh, um, you has you mentioned that earlier. Order. I have heard of that earlier
3: tonight. <laughs> all right, XCOM 2... Uh, the Viper, what are the snake people? Also, yeah, they
1: have boobs. So.
3: <laughs> anyway, well, XCOM 2 is I played a lot. If you like the remake of XCOM, which came out I don't know, three years ago, loved it. Yeah, Vegas loved it. Rudy loved it. Loved it. Really cool, nice twist on it. Um, continues the same gameplay, but now instead of being a command, you know, a powerful force trying to stop an alien invasion, you're a resistance force trying to topple an al- evil alien government. A lot of fun. Uh, still a great tactical strategy game.
1: I put a lot of time into it very quickly. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm upset I beat it already. But It's amazing that it is the same engine as XCOM, same core gameplay. But the amount of changes they've been able to make, really, really impressive. Yeah. And one so of to the, just expand on that. And one of the coolest things is and with this one, uh, Firaxis
3: has released a ton of modding tools. So mm-hmm. there's already a lot of mods up on the Steam Workshop. And hopefully, there will be many, many, many more that are really unique and fun and add a lot to the
1: game. Great value.
3: Well, you know, we'll wait for a sale. Just right. the, multiplayer, the multiplayer, yeah. The multiplayer is not That's a, nothing bumper. special. Yeah, same but, as last uh, time. Single player is a lot special. of fun.
4: Ray Fallon. Okay, uh, if I'm recommending a game, uh, one I really like, and this is back on the Nintendo GameCube. Is don't say Harvest Moon. No, no, I, I love Harvest Moon, but the GameCube one Harvest wasn't very good. Last time, the GameCube yeah. ones weren't very good. Uh, the game I'm recommending today is uh, Super Smash Bros. Melee. So what it does is it takes. I
0: don't think any of our listeners have heard of this game. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
4: good. It takes a bunch of like Nintendo uh, characters from like all different IPs, and it pits them together in a weird way. Uh, yeah. So instead of adventuring I'm sorry. <laughs> No, I keep I All haven't right. played a video game in a long time before this. Uh, and that's one I have played. <laughs> oh, okay. I play a game uh, in the car. This isn't a video game, but... <laughs> <laughs> Just take the <laughs> melee. Okay. Uh, so instead of adventuring together, they fight together. Okay. And Okay. Okay. I, Rudy, it, what game would you recommend? It's really relevant. <laughs> melee
3: is still very popular today. Thank it you, is, Alex.
4: It is. Had a resurgence
1: in the fighting game community. Yeah. hmm which, I always called it a party game, but... But you're should...
3: just somebody who, you know, likes to be mean about it. It's a great game. It's a good fighting
0: game. It's... Uh, yeah. All right. Oh, well, that's <laughs> Thanks, what's Ray. cool, is it's both a really great technical fighting game, if that's what you want. If if you're our weird college roommates. <laughs> uh, 1v1, Fox only, Final Destination. Uh, and it's a really fun party game, Uh, if
1: you're a normal person. Mm. We're not those. (laughs) Sorry, listeners. (laughs) I'm going to recommend a mod for a game. The game is Insurgency. The mod is Day of Infamy. I was super into World War II shooters some 10 years ago. And they were everywhere. Then they kind of went away. And now with this one, they're back. And it's great to play a World War, modern World War II shooter again. It's great to run up the beaches on Normandy with a BAR and just plug those Germans. Or to kill those American doughboys Mm -hmm. as they try and run up the beaches of Normandy. So, yeah, uh, I've really, really been enjoying Day of Infamy. And it's completely free if you pick up Insurgency, which on its own isn't that bad of a game. Insurgency, which is a modern shooter. So you can play with the terrifying modern weaponry of today then go back to the single-shot rifles of World War II. So check it out, Dave Infamy, Insurgency. Guys, thank you so much for joining us in our home to play this
0: game. No, this was all... Here's a recommendation. Play a game with friends on a couch yeah. in person, because mm. that is fun, and that's old
1: school. <laughs> Where can we find you on the internet, Vegas Lancaster?
0: Uh, you can find me on twitter.com at Vegas Lancaster and maybe you can see what stand-up comedy shows i'll be doing soon on vegaslancaster.com if i remember to update it all right <laughs> alex
3: you can find me on twitter at yo underscore alex basso you can see now that we're here together me just thinking so i remember it all right <laughs> and uh maybe you'll see me tweet if i remember to update it <laughs> yay
4: Ray Fallon. You can find me, as always, at Facebook.com <laughs> slash Gold Duck.
1: He's one of the 50. One of the original 150. Yep, one of the original. He we got... grabbed it. Mm-hmm. Do you want to plug Hamlet? Or is that weird?
4: Uh, It's not weird, but you guys aren't going to come see me as Hamlet in Hamlet. The play. <laughs> but if you want to, come see it. Just Google Hamlet, Ray found <laughs> New Jersey or something. <laughs> I don't know. You'll find it. He's going to
1: be Hamlet this summer. Yeah. It's very exciting. It is. The Hamlet. The <laughs> Dane himself.
0: Mm-hmm. We're going to miss you when you're gone. <laughs> Thank the, you. The greatest role in all of acting.
1: <laughs>
4: Till I get my hands on it. <laughs> Wait, I mean, I'm going to try my
1: best. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you can follow me at Rudy Basso, R U D Y B A S S O. Guys, next month we're going to be playing... Walder's Gate 2?
2: What? Whoa!
1: Are we? I got a clear 60
0: hours out of my schedule. I want to
1: do it. Let's do it. Right. Thank you so much <laughs> you for listening. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Ne- we will see you next month. Next month when
0: we review what Alex Basser just called the best game ever. I'm Ray Fallon and
2: I'll see you next year. Okay. <laughs> Bye, Ray. Later, guys. Bye.